Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. But I know LSU fans are panicking. Oh, my God. Derek Williams. Well, Texas. Texas is back. We're back. Oh, no. Derek Williams committed to Texas. It is not time to panic. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. Woosa. What's going to happen if Steve Sarkeesian goes seven and five this season or they go six and six and recruits start falling off the table because they're tired of getting their asses beat? You know, most of you believe and think LSU's going 9-3 and three next season. You did not believe that until the transfer portal started lighting up like a damn Christmas tree on New Year's Eve when Brian Kelly started really hitting the portal. It's a new day in recruiting, and we have to rethink about things in recruiting. But you don't want to lose a five-star, and I get it. You don't want to lose it for multiple seasons. You've got to give Brian Brian Kelly and his staff a little bit more time. You've got to relax. I'm telling you, R-E-L-A-X. Because if you believe that LSU baseball, and you know that LSU baseball is doing what they're doing in recruiting with NIL, do you mean to tell me that they're not doing anything in football? I have a conversation. I have a plan and a conversation for this week for some massive things with LSU and what's going on. Now, I probably shouldn't deliberate all of that, but relax. R E L A X. Yes, I can spell relax. <laughs> uh, Kenny Fudd says Derek Williams hasn't signed yet. Relax, Tigers. True. And there's a lot of time. Can they make up ground? Let's see what happens there. But we do have a lot to talk about. The Portal King is still at it with Jay Johnson. Uh, I'm hearing some things around the baseball program. We will touch on that as well. Uh, the hashtag LSU football talk, the hashtag BK takeover. Some people are going to get mad at it. But I'm telling you, you're going to want to stay for this Rafino's rants. Uh, Carter, the power Bryant joins us at 730. We will talk all things LSU football related with him. More on Wes Johnson and his contract. Where will Jay go next for his uh, other position coach that he's going to be hiring here, what I would think within very, very soon. Uh, So we'll touch on that as well. And something that we haven't done in over two months, really, is Rudy Pooh of the Week. At the end of the show, 
we will let you name your Rudy Poo of the weekend sports. No political talk. It won't come up in here. So let's do this. Let's get to a couple of these comments, though. I already see them. They're flying in. Oh, my vagina hurts. I probably can't say that on XM Radio. <laughs> oh, well. To every of you listening to us on the playback on XM, I'm sorry. Uh, Jordan says, Blake just heard your interview or interviewee with Alex on any given Saturday it was awesome. Thanks, man. Craig Schilling says, ah, we are live that we are. Zach is with us behind the ones and twos. Zach will be producing for us tonight. He says the fans complaining about Derek Williams today aren't ready for the beginning of July. Maybe Zach knows something. Uh, Buster Tanner says, hashtag ask Blake, should we be concerned that LSU may not get very many top recruits in the state and also a top class in general? We'll talk about that. Uh, right after the break. Jared Guillory says six months before Penn goes to paper. That's very true. Uh, Aunt Marshall says LSU should have hired Tom Herman. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Come on, dog. Come on, dog. Uh, Blaine Smith says any news on the baseball assistant coach? We'll touch on that as well. And Ryan says 7 p.m. is greater than 7 a.m. podcast. Thank you. I don't know who has a 7 a.m. podcast, but okay. Uh, all righty. Sounds fantastic to me. Stephen Miller gracing us with his presence once more. Says, battling a power outage and minimal service, but let's go. Okay. My man's in here with no power. Uh, Pooh Bear says, uh, hey, where's the handsome producer? Um, he's right here. He's right here. Oh, no. Honey Bun's in the building. Chris Lee is in the building. 100 emojis uh nurse court says billy napier is this week's rudy Pooh. apparently that's very true that's very true and dylan uh smith says morris bart needs to get away from being a lawyer and become a therapist for all the panicking lsu fans one call that is all okay i see we have a lot of people panicking relax r-e-l-a-x uh devin stobbs says most underrated carter power hour he is underrated he is underrated. All right, let's do this. We got a lot to talk about. I'll talk about the LSU football recruiting. We'll shift, and then we'll talk Jay Johnson and what he's doing. We got some news uh, that we want to share, or I want to share on Jay Johnson, uh, something you're definitely want to stick uh, stick around and hear. So let's do this. Everybody do us a favor. So many of you watching us on Facebook, do us a favor. About three to 4,000 of you every night watch the show, but we only get 100 to 200 likes per episode. What in the Rudy Poo is that? Do us a favor, hit the like and share, share to your Facebook groups, share to your own social media pages. If you're listening to us on YouTube, subscribe, hit that notification bell. We greatly, greatly appreciate you doing so. If you're listening to us on XM Radio or you're listening to us anywhere you listen to audio podcasts, do us a favor, like, subscribe, rate, review, all that great stuff. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. All right. Let's do this. Let's pay these bills, and then we got to get to it. We'll talk about football and Jay Johnson dropping a massive bomb. Could be coming very soon. Let's talk about GM Varno and Sons and Bet Online, though, very quickly. We'll return in a minute and a half. Our partners over at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget that the MLB is back as well. Who are you picking to win the World Series? BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's easy to get started, so head on over to their website. Use BetOnline.ag. Use that promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V. That's B-L-E-A-V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag. BetOnline. AG. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Varno & Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then again gm varno and sons go see him over at 2500 full boulevard give him a call at 225-664-9992 225-664-9992 
Tell him your good friend, Blake Rafino. Sit you on by. All right, let's start this very quickly. Jerwan Hearns on YouTube says recruiting this year sucks. Let's start off with this. Everybody hit the like and share, and let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Uh, but Jawan says recruiting this year sucks. So let's talk on that. Let's talk on that. I know everybody's panicking. Derek Williams committed to Texas. Arch Manning committed to Texas. Guys, I, I don't know what else to tell you other than relax. Here is the truth. It is a new day and age in recruiting. You want to keep majority of your players in state. Absolutely. No doubt about it. There's no argument. You're not going to hear me make the argument that you shouldn't and can't and shouldn't be on the top of getting the 10 best guys in your state every single year. I am not saying that. You got to give this football process more time. We've heard from multiple recruits. I'm not talking on Orgeron. I'm not bashing on him or anything like that. We have heard, from, myself included, have heard from multiple recruits, multiple coaches, and multiple people around recruiting that when Orzregan got fired after the Florida game, all hell broke loose in recruiting and nobody was taking his phone calls. Not only were they not taking his phone calls, recruiting at the level that he was recruiting these kids at took an all-time dip. That's not his fault. That has He has no business even talking to the recruits. I know that he loves LSU and all of that great magic. Brian Kelly has some things that he's got to catch up on. I want to tell you this because this is going to continue to happen to some extent. You will see more guys going. However, let's take this very quickly. And I did this because, and I wrote all this down. Here are some guys that LSU is still very much in the mix for and may get in this recruiting class. Uh, uh, Chase Pesantis, uh, offensive tackle out of New Jersey. Zalance Hurd, Deshaun Walmack, just to name a few that's on the top. You got Sheldon Sampson that's up there. You already got from commits from four-star corner out of Cali, and uh, Dalen Austin, Michael Daugherty, Trey Holly from inside of your state. There's a laundry list of guys that we can go down. Jalen Brown, the five-star receiver out of Miami, continue a top 30 player in this year's class, continues to push LSU memorabilia and LSU stuff. Is LSU really in the mix for him? It would have very much appear so. I hear things about Peyton Bowen maybe decommitting from Notre Dame, but we'll see there. Kylan Jackson from Zachary. Does Tackett Curtis get a huge push? NIL starting to be a little bit more prevalent around Louisiana and LSU. Does Tackett Curtis now get back in this game? Christian Gray, Jackson Howard, Amarian Miller, Hunter Arsborn. What I'm telling you here is this. R-E-L-A-X. I've said it six times already. I'm not going to say it again. But I will promise you one thing, and I will promise you this. As we told you for LSU baseball all season, when it comes to a pitching staff, when it comes to recruiting, there are people that are putting massive amounts of money into LSU baseball and women's basketball. Do you really believe, and I, I mean this in the most respectful way possible, are you that naive to believe that people are not going to come out for LSU football? You're going to have to match. You're going to have to do things. Sure. But if you think LSU's not doing things behind the scenes and they're not going to get commits in the, in the month of July, high-profiled individuals on both lines of scrimmage, you're kidding yourself. You're kidding yourself. Derek Williams, you don't want to lose. It's a blow. I'm not saying it's not. But, but... You can go to or you can go to Saban in 2000. You can go to Orgeron in his first class. Les was a little bit different. Saban had that thing kind of primed and ready to go, but we saw him struggle a little and sometimes out of the gate in recruiting with in-state players. If you don't have a if if you're gonna lose an Ismail Sobsher out of Amy, you better go get Braden Fahoko. 
if you lose Devontae Smith from a meet. You better go get Jamar Chase. By the way, Jamar Chase was a four-star. If you don't have a quarterback in your class, you better hit the portal. It's a new age of recruiting. Do I want LSU and uh, do I want Louisiana kids in these classes? Absolutely. There's nothing better than seeing that three-star kid from L- from Louisiana get the offer, commit, and do things like what Justin Jefferson did. No doubt about it. Claude Edwards-Alaire, whoever it may be, you got to get top-end talent, and I think that they're going to be able to do that this year and next. Nobody's going to bat an eye when Shelton Sampson commits. If it is LSU, no one's going to bat an eye, and no one freaked out when Mark McAway committed. No one's going to freak out when you're starting to get better on both lines of scrimmage. There is a lot of there is a lot of time left. Don't panic right now. Because like Thor and the movie uh, Avengers uh, 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 Infinity War, what, you better watch out because Thor might wind up landing in Wakanda and shooting NIL deals all over the state of Louisiana, and you're gonna be like, what the hell is going on? Do you think it? Do you think that there's more people that want to give and be a part of giving more money for baseball than football? There are things gearing up. Get in the circle if you don't believe me. If you own a business and you want LSU football to succeed, you have every right and every availability to do it. Reach out to us. We'll do it. We'll help you. We'll tell you what to do. Uh, Jamie Brady says, it could be worse. We could be Florida. That's true. Oh, and by the way, with this Jaden Rashada thing, um, I'll get, Reagan, I'm going to get to your comment in a minute. But this Jaden Rashada thing, dude, come on. Come on. Come on, dude. The kid's not getting paid $9.5 million. On three, on three recruiting, or whatever they're calling themselves, first off, to and I don't mean this wrong to to on three recruiting. I think it's a bad look and bad form that they're putting the value of a child on a recruiting site. Think about that for a minute. Like sit back and guys, they're putting a value, a money dollar value on a kid on their site. That rubs me the wrong way. It rubs me the wrong way. But they got caught in the lie with Jane Rashada. Nobody said the kid didn't get paid, but I know when he was, you know, making his trips, A&M, LSU, Florida, Miami, he was not asking for seven figures. So to on three, whatever it is that you think that you know, and you got multiple people, the John Ruiz, the or whatever Ruiz the guy is from Miami, the big billion dollar booster. When Jaden Rashada was in Miami this weekend on a visit. You know how in the article they talked about Ruiz meeting Jaden Rashada? The man legitimately has been posting uh, pictures and videos from Cabo since last Tuesday. (laughs) How can you be in Cabo and Miami at the same effing time? Come on, man. Come on, man. Funny to me. Funny to me. Aunt Marshall says, no, couldn't been, have been Florida. Corey couldn't get a visit. I had people trying to tell me that Corey wasn't from New Iberia in the show last night. <laughs> Fact check. Jordan says, Sark killing his old boss in recruiting. Yeah, and what was that about him going to Miami? I'm not going to say the gentleman's name, but he's in Twitter spaces every every night or almost every night. Um, who's got a very close connection to uh, Derek Williams and has been pounding on the table that it, it, the schools that lead for him are from the state of Texas. Guys, do you think LSU didn't reach out for, to Derek Williams? By the way, my chair keeps sinking. My chair keeps sinking. Uh, Tyler on Facebook says, hashtag ask Blake, 
If we end up not getting D Moore at quarterback for 23, do you think it's mandatory LSU gets a QB in this class, or do you think that we wait until 2024? It's of my opinion that you take a quarterback in every class with the portal and the transfers at quarterback the way that it is. So, for an example, if you, let's just – and I, I'm just throwing this name out there, okay, just to make a point. I don't know if this is happening. I don't think that this is happening. I don't know. If Jalen – uh, if Jalen uh, starts, if Jaden starts this uh, this year, and Garrett Nussmeyer transfers, and Miles Brennan his sixth year does not come back next year, you have Daniels, Jane Daniels, and you have Walker Howard. You better go get a quarterback. You get you better go get a quarterback. But look, there's so many crazy things that happen in college football, especially at quarterback in the portal. Caleb Williams was in the portal. We know that Lincoln Riley left. I, so many crazy things happen. Either you got to go get a younger guy in the portal, but you got Walker Howard that's coming. Um, I would I would take a strong look at Ricky Collins. See if you can start flipping him. It's my opinion. Uh, the Golden Boot Pod, Pooh Bear, says, Blake, can we stop blaming NIL for every kid that goes out of state? No, we can't. No, we can't. I mean, do I think that some of them, is that the reason? Yes, but I don't think Arch Manning was ever coming here. I don't really, and I don't mean this in a wrong way to the Mannings, I don't consider Arch Manning a, <laughs> I don't consider him a Louisiana recruit. I know he lives here. I, I, I get all of that. I do not consider that young man a Louisiana recruit. Eli Holstein was not coming here, guys. It does not matter if Jesus Christ Almighty came down from the heavens and brought manna and wine from the wedding that he went to back in 2022 or years ago. Eli Holstein was not coming here, even if Jesus Christ was was (laughs) recruiting him. Wasn't going to happen. So I want everybody that's had that same energy, the same exact energy, uh, when Sheldon Sampson, God bless it, and knock on wood, hopefully that young man comes. Go get Jalen Brown. But I'm going to tell you something. If you own a business or you have an LLC, form it, call Taylor Jacobs at LSU, and put an NIL deal together. Form a collective. Get inside of LSU's collective. Uh, LG says, I don't get the freak out. We all figured Derek wasn't coming. Yeah, it's just because he he announced. Okay, let me get to two more, and I want to get to baseball very quickly. Uh, Jason Brumfield says, long. Oh, we, we talked about that. We can unstar that one, Zach. We can unstar that one. Um. Ryan Amanda Gidry said Sark better start winning. He better. Um, Zach said our producer Colin Jackson from Zachary is still out there, by the way, and he's looking like he, you know, he had some academic things looking like um, that's all square and and he's going to be ready to go. Looks like he's going to be ready to go. So good for him. Uh, Let me transition, though, very quickly since we're talking about recruiting. And let me talk about Jay Johnson. Guys, I think that this week is still going to be just as good for Jay Johnson in recruiting. I have been told that LSU is going to, you know, and we look, we hinted it on Friday. We hinted it on Saturday. We hinted it last night or, or, or on last night's show. So if you missed it, go back and listen to last night's show. We kind of started hinting some things that Jay was doing. I think he's got another player in the infield that he's going to get that, may or may not have been in the SEC, and I think he's going out west for a pitcher. And if he can land those two young men, along with bringing some of these guys in from the recruiting or this recruiting class, the sky is the limit for what Jay Johnson is doing. I I saw this poll today on Twitter, speaking my buddy Stephen Miller who commented earlier. I forget who posted this, but it's a way too early top 25, and LSU was number two. After this week, I fully expect that poll to change and LSU being the team to beat in college baseball. 
Which goes to my point, guys, this collective that LSU has and these boosters that LSU has for baseball, it is going to eventually and has already started with the new laws at LSU, or in Louisiana into football. Do you really believe that pe- that a baseball bo- that baseball boosters in the collective are paying more people for baseball than football at the current moment? Some, yes. All of them, no. But if Jay Gutt does go out and get another starting pitcher, which I think it's very likely and that he can do, along with the freshman class, along with your boy from Creighton, Christian Little, you have your starting rotation. Let's roll. What do you do with Ty Floyd? You know, Blake Money, I went and did looked at his stats uh, later in the season, which crazy enough, Zach, did you know that LSU was only 35th in the country in ERA with their bad pitching staff? You would have believed at how bad LSU staff was at times with the starting pitching that they did not have. Guys, they were still 35th. That shows you how good that back end of that bullpen was. Fontenot. Uh, Gervais, Razelman, Cooper at times. Hasty gave you some stuff. Was really good down the stretch. They're going to have a better pitching staff. They're going to have a better infield. They're going to have guys in the outfield that can absolutely slaughter the ba- slaughter a baseball. Like, destroy. In the best seasons that these young men have had, let's just take the top three. Say if you had Dylan Cruz, Gavin Duga. And Tommy White, a.k.a. Tommy Tanks, in their best seasons, barring injury, which Gavin is the only one that had it, one hit 20, uh, 24 home runs, the other hit 21, and the other hit 27. I know baseball's a lot more. You've got to have the defense. You've got to have the pitching. I understand that. But, guys, that's just the top three. We're not talking about Trey Morgan. We're not talking about uh, – um, uh, 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 Brayden Joe Bear. We're not talking about other guy, Jordan Thompson, Jack Pineda, who was on this show. This team and what Jay is doing in recruiting is massive. Oh, 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 oh. And, and by the way, this didn't just happen because Ole Miss was going to win a national title. Ole Miss winning a national title did not start three weeks ago when major boosters and a collective went to Jay and started saying, Coach, what do you need? What do you need? You tell us, or, you know, maybe not three weeks ago, but you get what I'm saying. Scott, what do we need? Then they went up to Kim Mulkey. What do you need? Hello? Yes, this is Brian Kelly. Hey, coach, this is LSU's big uh, number 32 biggest booster. Uh, what do you need? Mark Spell says, hashtag ask Blake, does LSU need to work on establishing a better relationship with Westgate? They got a guy from New Iberia that couldn't even get a visit. Guys, Derek Williams didn't even visit Florida. Shout out to Terry Joseph. Shout out to Terry Joseph. You got out Terry Joseph. <laughs> Bottom line. Bottom line. There are some things that this staff needs to get a little bit better with. No doubt about it. I will start freaking out a little bit and start to, you know, put my hand and hover it over the panic button in the 2024 class. I'm not doing it right now with Brian Kelly and this staff. I'm not do- I am not doing it. Jay was able to close with what he was able what he was given. Let's see if he closes. I know that he's closed with one of these guys that he's going after in the infield. Let's see what he does. Let's see what he does from a pitcher out west and a pitcher out east. Let's see if he can close. But I'm telling you, it's coming. Like like the Lord our Father told the people of Sodom and Gomorrah, it's coming. Pause. 
All right. Want to talk uh, some LSU football? Let's talk some more LSU football in this panic of a day. Who's a guy that can calm us down? Carter the Power Bryant. Let's go. That do it good? I've been studying his mannerisms. Let's go. You think I got it right? He can tell you because he's the goat at this stuff, dude. I don't comment on Carter's stuff, but I sure shit watch it every day. He's coming up next in Carter the Power Bryant. Let's talk about our good friends over at Granco. My good friend Carol Falls over at State Farm. Guys, we'll be back in a minute and a half with Carter the Power Bryant. Guys, I've got to talk to you about our good friends over at Gramco. They are the Delta company based out of the state of Florida. They're founded by college football junkies just like you and I, and I am not sure if you're familiar with Delta 8, but you need to be. Gramco is the absolute leader in this field, and they have phenomenal products that I just need to tell you about. First off is the Wake and Bake Coffee that is absolutely spectacular. The gummies are as well as they're the best in the market. So go to thegramco.com right now and use the promo code AYS25. That's thegramco.com, AYS25 promo code to get 25% off of your order. Jump on this fast as it is perfect for holidays, anniversaries, and everyday use. Gramco is hemp-derived and completely legal inside of the state of Louisiana. No medical card is needed, and shipping is very discreet. You must be 21 years older to order. Again, that's thegramco.com. Use that promo code, AYS25. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with the great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. Okay, we are putting up Carter the Power Bryant, but I do have some sourcing here that I want to share. Hold on one second. We're going to bring Carter back. Um, I have been told that Coach Jay Johnson is looking at bringing in J. Bob Thomas for the next assistant coach at Texas Tech. Uh, we went after him last year as well. So I just wanted to – so just to repeat that, I am hearing that Jay is talking to J. Bob Thomas for the next assistant coach at Texas Tech. Also, there's other three guys that Jay is speaking to as well that have Louisiana ties. All right, so let's now bring in Carter, the power of a riot – Carter, I did not want to uh, bring you in that sourcing because I didn't want people to see your face. If I, you know, you know how people get around the sourcing game, but nevertheless, I just had to get that out there. My man, he's back. Is that a, is that a good Carter? Is that a good clip to play on the day that Derek Williams has committed to Texas? Yeah, it is. Well, first thing, I would have laughed at the name. What is it, Jim Bob Thomas? J. Bob Thomas. J. Bob Thomas. That sounds like. It like sounds like of, an assistant baseball coach is what it sounds like. Or or the name of a three-person country music morning show. <laughs> Gotta love it. There is no, okay, there is no better coach's name than Jim Bob Cooter. Remember none. Him? None. Never, never, Jim Bob Cooter. <laughs> there will never in the history of sports, like what do you say? Hey, Coach Cooter, you, that Cooter. sound that sounds like a very <laughs> northern Louisiana high school football coach, Coach yeah. Cooter. You know? Oh man, I'm feeling great, Blake, and I know we're supposed to act like the world is melting down. Think yes. about it. You could be a Florida Gator right now, and have your entire world get shattered when your own in-state school got Jaden Rashada. Now, I'm not deflecting off the big story here that Derek Williams is uh, indeed looking like he's going to Texas, 
But Blake, it goes back to what we talked about last week. Okay. Mm -hmm. A lot of these guys were trending away from LSU before the last staff was even in place. Correct. Uh, Even when Ed Orgeron wasn't, uh, you know, fired yet that I don't think a lot of people would have thought Eli Holstein and Arch Manning were going to go to LSU anyway. Correct. Right? Or Tackett and, Curtis. Or, or Tackett Curtis. So this is a very interesting Louisiana crop. Now, it does sound like I'm making excuses, and it is an excuse, but a kid is going to decide where he wants to go. Agreed. Right? This is not a draft per se. The kid has all the leverage. He can pick wherever he wants to go. So, number one, this, you know, everybody says this. Everybody with a rational brain says this is don't tweet at recruits. Don't get, go after them. Let them choose what they want to do. Because there's going to be people around Derek Williams that say, well, by God, it, you betrayed all of us. You shouldn't never do that, right? That's the first thing. The second thing, though, is specifically with each and every one of these kids they there were there was a lot of smoke for them to go elsewhere before the new staff even came in in fact you you give you know brian kelly and his staff a lot of credit you know getting eli holstein on campus getting tackett curtis on campus they did those things right but recruiting is you either land the kid or you don't those nuances don't come into play and that's how it probably should be so i wouldn't melt down now for me, Blake, Derek Williams was my number two player in 2023, and he still is. He's a really good football player. Um, only Shelton Sampson, to me, is is better. And to me, if for some reason LSU doesn't get Shelton Sampson done and Delance Hurd done, that's when you really, you know, like you said a minute ago, Blake, you start hitting the the, the panic button. But still, I, I wouldn't – I've already gotten a message from a few of my viewers, and I know your comment section is – Liddy, like uh, you know what right now about everything that's happened over the past 24 hours uh so let's start with Derek williams and you mentioned rashada i want to get there i don't think the kids are getting paid 9.5 million no just no right so um carter i i have heard and i know that you probably have and you mentioned it after orgeron was fired contact with these players were not happening Orgeron would make public appearances, Jacoby Matthews. It was all about this upcoming class. It was never for next year. We heard from Tackett Curtis, who said that they he never heard from Orgeron until – or he never heard from LSU until the day, the day that Brian Kelly was officially announced and hired at LSU. And then he takes a visit. Carter, are you with me a little bit? And I get this to Lance Hurd and Sheldon Sampson, but I think that that trends well. Are you with me, though, however – I might not panic so much with this class, but you start getting into 2024 and this starts becoming a recurring theme. Okay, then we have an issue. But there yeah. are some things are you know that I think have to happen and they are happening. But are you, you know, with the portal, what do you think about this class and does Brian Kelly get a lot of the blame here? No, I mean, you, you, and I, this goes for any coach, right? And I would semi, even though I kind of trolled him yesterday, I would semi defend Billy Napier to a certain extent. You just got there. You you you've not coached a game yet. We don't know what the product looks like with you between a headset. So, does some blame go towards LSU if they did not do enough to get Derek Williams? Yeah, sure. Why not? You know, you I I never absolve anyone from full responsibility of anything. With that said, though, it is still very, very, very early. And look, I understand people are like, well, you, you, you sound like a homer. No, it's just the truth, right? Like, I, I, I've talked some Florida fans off, off a ledge, right? Mario Cristobal is one of the best recruiters in, in the game. Like, he knows how to play the game. There is a reason why he got uh, Jane Rashada to Miami, okay? It, it, every first-year coach is going to struggle – getting the recruit that everybody wants to get, right? It's really, really hard to do. So, yes, should you panic a little bit about the 2023 class? Yeah, because this is a very loaded 2023 class. But, Blake, something else that's happening with 2023 recruiting is non-SEC schools in general have been doing better than the SEC schools, right? Ohio State's got the best recruiting class. Notre Dame arguably has 
Number two or three, Michigan State is putting together arguably their best class of all time. A lot of these other schools are doing really well right now. And Blake, you want to know why they're doing really well? Because there's a playing field with NIL. Playing field with NIL. And these other schools, bottom half SEC schools as well, they have put more resources. They have done a better job hiring more talented head coaches, okay? Diaz wasn't good at Miami. They got Mario Cristobal, who's one of the best recruiters in the country. Mel Tucker is obviously, you know, doing big things at Michigan State. Give Marcus Freeman credit for what he's done in Notre Dame and so on and so on and so on. The, 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 all the other schools throughout college football, they've put more money in, into their college football programs. And the, the, the coaching right now in college football is really good, even outside the SEC. Uh, Lamar Stevens says it's 499 via Super Chat. Brian Kelly and LSU need to play football, then things will fall into place. Let me piggyback a question off of that, Carter. Yeah, that's what, hap- what happens if Sark and them do go 7-5 and five again? Uh, I mean, exactly. and then he starts getting on the hot seat. Do you, I mean, there are factors here. You know, I, I asked LSU fans earlier tonight if LSU goes 9-3 and three and start flipping some of these recruits, things start changing a little bit. Yeah, and look, you win that first game versus Florida State, a lot of things change, right? Of course, you should do a better job of visiting – uh, recruits and getting the best players on campus, right? Mm-hmm. We can get into a discussion about Jordan Matthews and all these other 2023 kids, but I do respect this, okay? I think we need to remember that Brian Kelly wasn't familiar at all with anything LSU before he took this job. Like, of course, he knew of LSU, he knew of Death Valley, he knew of all these things, but as a coach, you want to evaluate kids before you go full all out press before before you go you know, at Orgeron. Yeah, yes, because <laughs> you know you want to get your own personal evaluation. Now, you know a guy like Derek Williams, your evaluation doesn't really matter as much because he is a top fifty guy and he's a big Louisiana prospect. You just trust everyone else to know what they're saying. But the truth still remains the same. Like I get this question a lot. Why, why are we pursuing this kid harder? Why, why haven't we offered this kid or that kid? Because the evaluation process is really hard, especially when you're moving to an entirely different part of the country. So that's why uh, that super chat was really, really good. If you win, the rest will take care of itself. And once again, as Rob points out, and Rob's one of the sharpest YouTube commenters out there, um, no one player makes the team. Take a deep breath in, take a deep breath out, and if LSU wins this year, everything will work itself out. Uh, not LSU-related, but I, I want to ask you one more thing about recruiting before we move on. Yeah, let's do um, it. Well, two things, because I want to talk about D-line and Jamar Cain. Um, Jaden Rashada. <laughs> uh, Carter, I'm just telling you, it is. I will give you $9.5 million of my money that I don't have if he signed, signed for 9.5. I thought it was weird. His advisor and the uh, uh, Mr. Diaz, the big billionaire booster at Miami, yeah, yeah. who's been in Cabo since Tuesday, who allegedly per on three met with him while in Cabo. How, I don't know. Um do you think that this is just crazy? I, I mean, and look, you have people putting values on kids. This kid's 16. What do you like? It feels off to me that you're putting a value on a young man. Am I, am I going nuts? Yes and no, uh, because the kids don't mind, you know, seeing a recruiting site that has a certain amount of money next to their name. I didn't mind being fat until somebody told me I was. (laughs) Look, here, here, okay. Here's my thing. Jaden Rashada did not get paid that much money. He did that not. Is, that's that's an insane, insane amount of money. Now, if that is, you know, the amount of money he makes over the course of four years, if he turns out to be who we expect him to be, sure. But he's not going to be there four years if he is who you expect him to be. I don't believe that number is true. I don't because look, if you're an agent, you want that number to be true because correct. That means a lot more of your clients are going to make more money, right? Mm-hmm. Always remember this when it comes to money. When something leaks, as, and this is just in general, right? 
when something leak always ask this question who does it benefit right that's a key thing now as far as rashad is concerned i don't think this is like a gigantic like unbelievably backbreaking loss for florida uh and, and billy napier but this is what you as lsu fans and, and look you're a fan anybody that's watching this you're a fan you can act the way you want to act you can melt down over recruits you can do whatever you want it's not a big. It's not the end of the world that Billy Napier didn't get this really good quarterback prospect. Correct. But, but the way a lot of Florida fans reacted to it, acted like it was the case, and I think a lot of that had to do with the, with Rashada picking Miami and Florida being the official visit. And if he would have picked USC or Oregon, it wouldn't have been that big of a deal. It wouldn't have. But Florida fans are going to melt down, right? Right. So I ask LSU fans over this Derek Williams commitment don't melt down don't do it it looks bad it it makes your program look very desperate and that is something LSU doesn't need to be right now there's nothing to be desperate about because you don't know what the program's gonna look like until you actually go out there and win some football games so uh just you know I I found I found this to be interesting Blake I did think florida fans melted down a little too much over this like calm the you know what down <laughs> calm down please calm down calm the fork down i i know all the 2023 quarterbacks are flying off the shelves and i know lsu might not get dante Moore, and so on and so on and so on but just calm down okay that's all i ask people to do calm down because now with the transfer portal and a lot of different things these recruiting losses just aren't as stingy as they used to be well and with the portal i mean carter literally almost seven months ago we had 34 guys that could actively play right exactly okay and so, so now we're wondering if lsu's going nine and three from what they did in the portal carter their entire secondaries from the effing portal yeah and look <laughs> and, and 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 i know i'm an lsu fan and i know i'm being like you know positive right now but anyone that watches my channel know knows i'm objective right i try my best to be as objective and as fair and critical when i need to be critical and so on and so on i really do mean this 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 Derek williams thing isn't that big of a deal even though he's the number two player for me in louisiana it's gonna take a lot for me to not feel that way that kid is really really good it's it's not it's not the end of the world it just isn't that's just the it's the truth i'm not just like sugarcoating this just to sugarcoat it right mm -hmm. and you're not either we're, we're not saying this it's just it's the dead part of the season sec media days is still a few weeks away and we got to have something to to panic about this was not a quarterback this was not the end of the world it's fine i promise you it's fine um so there are some things trending positively for LSU, and that comes on the lines of scrimmage. Um, some things are trending that Jamar Kane is going out and, and, and possibly going to get some commitments from out-of-state defensive linemen, and that Brad Davis is going to start hitting on the offensive line. Carter, i got to be honest here. If I'm going to lose a Derrick Williams, but I'm going to get a five-star offensive lineman, I get that it's out of state and you don't you want to have both of them. I understand that. But there does come a part of me though that okay, well, and look, this is the full Brian Kelly, the first uh real recruiting that he has and he's playing a lot of uh makeup. But if they go out of state and start pulling in guys up front, well what do you think about that? Like if they start getting the hog mollies up front that look like my ugly ass, do you think that the vibe starts changing around LSU? All right, so let's take a look at the data, right? Let's take a look at the positions that do transfer the most, right? Um, my buddy J. Bud Davis just released a chart on this today. Speaking of right? names, J. Bud and J. Bob and T. Bob J. and J. H. Bob and J. Bud Davis, good friend of mine, really good, sharp, <laughs> analytic guy. I use a lot of his data on my channel. Um, so quarterbacks, wide receivers transfer the most. Offensive linemen don't transfer as much, right? So you have to build a lot of your teams 
through recruiting if you're going to build an offensive line. And that kind of makes sense, right? right? Offensive line is a big chemistry position. It doesn't matter what kind of system you run. you got to have chemistry with your offensive line up front. So right. if you really think about it, a lot of LSU's best offensive linemen were non-transfers, right? They were guys that some of them were three stars. Some Boy Cushenberry, Damian yeah. Lewis. I mean, yeah. Yeah, and Damian Lewis was was a JUCO guy, but I mean that's a little bit different, right? Right. So, I I do like what I've seen as far as getting these offensive linemen in. I know a lot of your viewers saw the full recruiting visit with the South Carolina offensive linemen. That was really cool. They got the top one hundred guy from Don Bosco from New Jersey on campus. Right. You've seen a lot of really good offensive linemen stepping foot now. There's not been a first-round offensive lineman drafted at LSU since Alan Fanica, 1998. Now, Whitworth didn't go in the first round. Who? who? Whitworth. Yeah, he went second round. He went second round. Oh, see, I yeah. thought he went first to Cincinnati. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he went second round. Okay. Right. Okay. Never. I, nevertheless. And, nevertheless. Yeah, yeah. And I think only Whitworth and Posick were the only two second rounders uh, since Yikes. 98. So, you know. I kind of like this when it comes to Brian Kelly. And this was one of the big. God, I hate games. it when you're right. Yeah, we just got it. Second round, 55th pick. <laughs> right. so, Why so, are so you yeah, always right? I'm not. I'm wrong about a lot. But the one. No, thing, you're not. The one thing that we could all agree on, okay, is that LSU, if there was a position offensively, and, and I do think this is a little unfair, but it's, you know, the truth. If there is a position offensively that they don't have a brand, it's it's offensive line because of the, the lack of draft picks where Alabama's got an offensive line brand, even though their offensive line sucks right now. Georgia does as well. Our best lineman in Louisiana the past five years is their best offensive lineman right now. So, uh, Cedric Van Pran. But nevertheless, Brian Kelly does have an offensive line pedigree to him. He's got mm-hmm. arguably the best in college football. Zach Martin uh, and uh, Quentin Nelson. Nelson, right? Yeah, clearly, yeah, um, and so on and so on. So, yeah, I, I, if you get out of state offensive linemen, especially considering you know you do have Adams, you do have Zalance Hurd in this class as well. Man, I would love a five offensive linemen class of all four stars and better. Because, yes, you could be as high as you want on Emory Jones. You could be as high as you want on Will Campbell and so on and so on. That I still think that room needs some rebuilding. And, you know, with BK, hopefully with the guys that we have in there now, those guys become better football players as well. The argument that – now let's get to the field. The argument that I've had, and I get that you lose Derek Williams today. If you do get Sheldon Sampson, okay, if Big. you do get Colin Jackson – if you do go get Michael Dodery out of Georgia, who, quite honestly, we beat Georgia for, and Georgia fans were pissed off about it. If you do go get the hog mollies up front, and you're able to still get the pieces like Shelton Sampson, Carter, I got to be honest, I'm really intrigued, man. I'm re- The best defense and offensive lineman that LSU has had, I could make the argument, 2007, 2011, and 2019. Because, Carter, we're always going to be able to get some of these Louisiana big-time pieces on the outside, on the perimeter, at safety, whatever it may be. I, I mean, and look, I forget who this was as well. Um, oh, Ann Marshall said Andy Ingram was a second-rounder, too. That's true. Um, I, somebody, well, this year, yeah. Okay. Yeah, right, right. Somebody just said this, and I'm, I'm missing it. But Harold Perkins was committed to Texas A&M for a hot little minute. And if we're talking about NIL and LSU not being in the game – what makes me think if Texas goes five and seven, you can't go to little, and I'm using this IHOP and pancake flip that thing. I, I right. just don't like panicking about recruiting this early out. Maybe it's just me. All right, I want to get to the field. Carter, I got to tell you something, and I know that you'll like this. We're trying to post a Joe Sloan interview. It's going to be here tonight or tomorrow. I'm excited about that. I'm excited. Buddy, buddy, I'm going to tell you something. I think that they're going full out spread and let's throw that bitch. The, the way that the way that he talks about offensive football makes me think that we sit down with a with a power five head coach. Huh? Huh? Like huh? I, I'm serious. Huh? I, like I mean, it. I'm picking at him before the interview and I'm like, so what are you doing in this in this cover two? 
and you got a, an X is running this, but the safety's kind of already shaded over there to take away Booty. He goes, well, that's funny you say that because this is what they're going to do in the flat, and this is why we run this route on the outside, and we're sitting there on the chalkboard. I looked at Matt Trent, and I'm just like, all right, I'm shutting up. <laughs> Dude, and the connection that him and Mike Denbrock and Brian Kelly have is very unique. Carter, with the pieces that LSU does have on the outside and what you're going to be uh, – it's today starts your running back tutorial, right? Oh, yeah, tonight we're dropping it. Okay, man. so with that being said, Carter, when you have that high level of a schematic coaching – how much in your how much that you've looked into does this pan out on the field from a win loss perspective? Yeah, and that's great, right? I I do like that. There's three different philosophies, right? Where you know Brian Kelly, uh, he doesn't call it mesh. I don't know, you know. I actually saw the play sheet that he used at Notre Dame not too long ago, uh, but he runs a lot of mesh concepts and that kind of stuff, and that's obviously great. What's very interesting is Louisiana Tech, like LSU last year, ran a lot of 10 personnel. So four wide receiver mm-hmm. sets, and they spread it out. So it's, man, it's it's going to be interesting. And honestly, I understand that we, uh, you, you do a lot of deep breakdowns on your channel. My, that's what my channel is, are these deep, deep, deep breakdowns. But guess what? Life sometimes ain't that deep, right? The bottom line is you got to figure out who the quarterback is. And I know that every live chat that you do and that I do from now until actual week one is going to feature some kind of debate under the comment sections in different chat rooms. Doesn't matter what app you use, who's the quarterback going to be, right? And it's not so much who the quarterback is going to be. It's how do you build around whoever that is going to be, right? So that's going to be very interesting. Now, as far as Joe Sloan is concerned, I did find it interesting that Jane Rashada's dad mentioned Joe Sloan by name and something else just from reading interviews, right? I don't know Joe Sloan personally. I have friends that do know him well, don't know him personally, don't know anyone, I'm no familiarity, but objectively speaking, I do see his name pop up in a lot of recruit interviews. I do. And that means you're putting in work, right? Cause most recruits, when they speak of recruiting visits, they speak vaguely, right? They're like, right. oh, everything was great. And honestly, it is. Most recruiting visits are great. But once they provide specificity and you see Joe Sloan, Joe Sloan, Joe Sloan, Joe Sloan, it's obviously really good, right? That does make you feel good about the potential of hopefully landing Dante Moore or maybe an elite quarterback, DJ Lagway in 2024. LSU lands him. We all shut up, right? So, you know, that's obviously really good to see that as well so i'm excited to see this joe sloan interview man i saw Me you too. i was bringing it i was bringing it i was bringing the heat like like why aren't you running spider two wide banana like spider why why, why aren't you running spider two what the frick are you doing sloan you know like i was in him and look I, but in all honesty I, the it, it, it's 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 very look. I've been around a lot of college coaches in my day, and you know a lot of them, but none. I don't remember ever having a conversation with one outside of Joe Brady that was that X's and O's. Like, all right, well, you're gonna do this. Oh, you want to play that? Sounds good. I'm gonna call the same effing play, but the Z's gonna run a quick slant, and you're burned. Dude, there gets to a point where it's it's on a different level. And that's what I expect from LSU's quarterbacks. And, Carter, here's the thing. He's not the offensive coordinator because he's he not. talks about Dembrock in such a light that it's like, dude, how did – well, just watch the interview because he's going to say something in there that makes, you, that makes you go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. All right, Carter, so, the power so point. So you don't know when it's dropping? You don't know when it's dropping? Uh, YouTube's being you, – Tonight or tomorrow, I promise you, it's I, coming. I need to see this right now. I'm super I know, I know, but you know how things happen, yeah, and uh, you know, uh, Rudy uh, Pooh start uh, Rudy Pooing sometimes. And I'm talking to you, yeah. YouTube. But anyway, all right, Carter, you got a big, massive breakdown this week. I am not trying to brag, but I pretty much 
was your main source and everything. <laughs> no, you did help me. No, no, you, no I did no, not. You, no, you did. No, I, I did not. You. I'm just I messing. I reached out to you and asked you uh, your thoughts. So, look, I'll, I'll put Talk about way. your running back. Talk about the running back breakdown that you're coming up with. So, so it'll drop at 8.15 whenever your show ends. And, um, and yeah, watch what you normally want to watch. Whatever. I know some of you watch – I don't know if it's dancing with the SARS season or whatever. I know there's a lot of different LSU channels uh, or whatever. It's the Bachelor Rat. Bachelor Rat. <laughs> uh, but yeah, watch what you want to watch. I, I know a lot of you have, you know, family things you have to do. But I highly recommend this was the hardest I've ever worked on anything. I spent over a month crunching running back data. And tonight we're talking about weight. Like how much does a running back's weight truly matter? And I was blown away when I started looking into how much running back is just determined by how heavy you are. And legit, my jaw was to the floor when I started digging a little bit deeper. And what was really fascinating about it, Blake, is it really mattered which conference you're in. Okay. Okay. I was shocked at how many 195 and below running backs ended up having long NFL careers and the ones that chose to play in the sec where everybody's bigger and faster and stronger and injury rates up and all those different things it's it's hard it's really really hard to be an undersized back in the sec so what i wanted to look into is how much does it matter and there are so many different factors and if you watch a video later tonight you will you know see it all for yourself so appreciate you can't wait to see this joe sloan interview and uh let's do it don't melt down, LSU fans. Don't, Don't melt down. Melt down. There's no reason to. Objectively speaking, there is no reason to. Okay, uh, just breathe in, breathe out. Okay. All right, oh. Carter, the power, Bryant, power hour, LSU, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. See you, bud. All right, later. That's later. Carter, the power, Bryant. Fantastic job as always. He always does a fantastic job. All right. Let's do this. I want to talk about Wes Johnson, LSU's new pitching coach. I'll give you a little bit more on J-Bob, maybe a guy that LSU's bringing in. Nothing official yet, but some things around the corner we'll see. Let me talk about, though, my good friend John Patton over at GMFS Mortgage. Guys, interest rates are climbing. you got to be able to lock into a rate now. If you're buying a new home, saving money on the mortgage you have now, or even doing that cash out refi, the timing has never been better. Get in touch with John Patton today, 225-614-1234. Tell him Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. All right, very quick break. Want to talk about my good friends over the Drake Williams Law Firm, the drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Guys, we'll be back in 45 seconds to close it out. By the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, you need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. Okay, so very quickly before we get out of here, J. Bob Thomas has spent 10 years uh, as the recruiting coordinator, assistant coach at Texas Tech. Thomas works primarily with the Red Raiders catchers and and assists with the team hitters while serving as the program's recruiting coordinator. Thomas enters his 17th year in recruiting and in college uh, baseball. His 10th year uh, on head coach Tim Tavick's coaching staff at Tech. He was named assistant coach Recruiting coordinator with the Red Raiders in June of 2012. Um, this is from Perfect Perfect Game uh, USA. In today's feature, we also recognize 10 coaches that have been everywhere and done amazing things in recruiting and with catchers. Um, he's been known for number 12 overall pick, Jace, uh, Josh Naylor. Trent Clark, number 15 overall pick. 
Tony Statelling, uh, the 50 overall pick, and four top catchers in the Big 12. So just a name to keep our eyes out on uh, as well. Uh, to end this, to end this though, um, let me say this about uh, LSU's new pitch ca- pitching coach, Wes, uh, Wes Johnson. Guys, there was a lot of rumors coming from MLB and coming from the people that cover LSU for the baseball beat that he was going to be making $750,000. Guys, $380,000 is not close to seven fifty. So you mean to tell me that we have reporters actively getting things wrong on a coaching salary that they should have known about and researched on, but yet you believe them in the NIL game? Let me say that again. Yesterday, when Wes Johnson was announced that he was going to be the next LSU pitching coach, there were rumors and reporting that he was going to be making $750,000, 600 of it being a base pay, base salary pay. Not true. It's three hundred eighty, of a little bit less than what he's making with the Twins. So first off, shout out to Jay Johnson to get that guy back to college baseball and to pull him midseason from the Twins and from the AL Central from a number one leading team. But if you're trying to convince me that there wasn't an issue with people reporting on NIL, but you can't even get a coach's salary right, what makes me sit back and think that you're right about really anything? I had people, oh, Christian Oslander's a lock. I wanted him, but we never said that he was a lock. He never was. He never was. So very interesting. All right, guys, we're going to go ahead and call it a night. Y'all been fantastic. We're an hour and eight minutes into this beast. It's been a great show. Shout out to Carter the Power Bryant. We will see you guys again tomorrow. Y'all have a good night. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.